when they, I know Harry Kane, that man could score goals, but Son did win the Golden Boot, so I, I figured we'd be able to find goals with this setup and with our players. Yeah, without a doubt. Scoring shouldn't be an issue. Now, everything else they do, sometimes you're like, oh, you know. <laughs> That's what Even Burnley, you're sitting there like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> They'll, they'll give up an early but goal, but I, they'll get five, five back, and that last one that they conceded, well, after 90 minutes and you're, you're four yeah, goals up. They were up, fucking around by that point, yeah. Yeah. I think the I think the new goalkeeper is good. I think, oh, I think uh, he's outstanding. Do- Doobly Elmo is, is excellent. Yeah, a couple of ripper saves, that's for sure. Uh, and nothing- uh, I actually think the defensive players, like the two center backs, are great. Our our depth there is going to get tested, though, which is actually probably a blessing that we're not playing a league cup because um we don't have enough guys. We no. I mean, we got rid of you know we got rid of another one that's experienced but a mistake hound and. Uh, Davinson, but uh, now we've got Van Deven and Romero, who are both amazing. And then <laughs> after that, it gets a little, little spicy thing. until I mean, Eric Dyer will come back. He'll be he's fine. And Solid. then yeah. Ashley Phillips, who's eighteen, so. throw him in at the deep end. That's the way to go. Yeah, exactly. Throw him in. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the warm sounds of the Beer Engine Podcast with Griff and Tony. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Griff. It's another episode of the Beer Engine Podcast, recording a mere day early today with my uh, impending trip to uh, a place somehow even with... (laughs) That's muggier and hotter and slightly more, um, uh, I guess, oppressive weather than even here. Uh, and headed, more headed oppressive off to Florida government, County. that's for sure. Florida's got its problems, um, for sure, uh, in the in that realm. Uh, now, I did see there were some polls today, Tony, that said that he's getting, that uh, Governor Ron is doing even worse. Oh, yeah. Um, it is amazing how vanilla that guy is it, it felt like he had all the momentum in the world but he is like a fucking piece of white white he's a racist piece of white bread it's just that's pretty much See, it. i think it's harsh to call him vanilla he's more like wallpaper paste yeah yeah he's he's like it's i mean it's like but it's like wallpaper paste is good at covering up cracks he's sort of like if you wanted wallpaper paste but you had to eat it you know, well, he kind of or uh, <laughs> is human esque. He's like a bad Men in Black character. He, he's mm. if there was aliens, that guy would be oh, top two percent of people that I think could be an alien. Yeah, he's like um, yeah, he's like the Tony Shalhoub type situation yep. in Men in Black. Yeah, yeah um, just confident enough to now, Tony. You, yep. Now you waved a sandwich in front of the screen, so I got to know what the sandwich is. Oh, it's just a um, chicken schnitzel. But the reason I waved it in front of the screen, I discovered a seasoning that you're probably familiar with because it's a Mexican seasoning. <laughs> it's called tajin, I think. It, I'm not sure whether I'm, I'm pronouncing that, that right. But boy, yeah. is it good in everything. Tajin, I think you yeah, would call tajin, it. It might be. Yep. Um, it's, um, Great on fruit. It's delicious, and it goes on all kinds of stuff. It goes on fruit. You put it on some cold, like, watermelon or, yeah. or uh, mango, Crispy maybe. apple. Uh, okay. And then uh, what they do, though, that's what – you'll go to these stands here, and they put um, 
the they'll put the pineapple or in, or Ooh. like a mixed up fruit or a whole or pineapple cut up and throw it in the cup there and then put this this sauce on it called chamoy which is like a uh like a and it's like a peppery fruity sauce and then uh they sprinkle the the tahini on there and it's awfully tasty. Uh, it's like a peppery fruit sauce, is what chamoy is, and and uh, you just walk around. It's great on a hot day. You eat some of that cold, some of that cold stuff. It's it's really nice. Yeah, it goes on fruit, and it also goes on savory things. I really enjoy the the limey, salty, mm-hmm. and the the pepper flavor is not so much like a red pepper heat, but there's so much red pepper flavor. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's great in a Bloody Mary. Ooh, uh, if cool. you like Bloody Marys, I don't know if the Australians like Bloody Marys. Is that a drink you guys are taking down there? Not not really. The only time I ever see it is on an aeroplane because it's been scientifically proven that tomato juice tastes better in the air. That's it actually why has bloody... been scientifically yeah. proven, hasn't it? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I, it wasn't one of these things where I'm putting that in air quotes. Yeah. No, that has been proven that it does taste better, and that's why you see it consumed a lot on flights, and that's why people – Sometimes associate that with a, a psychosomatic thing with vacations, but it's it's not. It, it's a genuine thing where tomato juice, as the altitude gets higher, the compounds change and it changes the flavours. Um, and people really enjoy those flavours, especially with a little bit of vodka. It's never a bad thing to go drinking in the air. Nothing's ever gone now wrong in, when people have done that. In Canada, oh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> now in Canada, did you see the diarrhoea thing today? No. Oh yeah, there was a, a Delta flight today. Just today, um, not to date this too much, but if you want to just, if you guys want to Google Delta diarrhea on your, uh, holy shit, there. it is a real thing because it's the first thing that comes yep. up when I put in Delta D. Yep, uh, there is a international flight headed to Barcelona from Atlanta that uh, um, had to turn around, and I found a, 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 a Twitter video or whatever. X video that said uh, that showed a guy who was on the plane, like filming the center aisle, and he um, there there was a tra- I mean a fucking trail of brown paper towels. It's so nasty, dude. Really unpleasant. Man, I hope you don't get that on your trip to Florida. So, what else have you got planned for your trip to Florida? I know that it's um, not purely a vacation trip. You're catching up with family at the very least, um, and you'll. You'll certainly have a little bit of spare time, but it won't be a hundred percent vacation time. Right? What are, are there any highlights that you plan to jam in that um, we haven't well, mentioned? Well, there's two on this beer show? places. I there's two beer places I want to get to. Uh, I like Ceremony. I think I talked about Ceremony on here maybe last year. It's a good brewery uh, in Bonita Springs, and it has a huge bottle shop. Um, it's the it's the highlight of beer in in this area. Uh, beers are good that they make. Then they have bottles of Dre and every hazy IPA from like every other half IPA and every fucking resident culture beer and all that. So it just looks like your beer fridge at home. Right, yeah. But they're getting bagel now too, so then it really would. But uh, um, And then there's a place that's actually in Naples called Brookside Market, which is another one that's a pretty deep bottle shop and tap room. So I'll check those places out. Uh, the other brewery that's pretty good down there is called Palm City, but I don't know if we'll make it there this time um, with all these other spots. Um, but Palm City's pretty pretty reliably good too. 
Excellent. Uh, any food yeah, places yeah. outside of the bottle shops that you're hitting up? Because I know that's been a big component of our Melbourne trips. The breweries will look after themselves, but we've been talking about food yeah. since the day you, well, I, you, you planned this. I do really want to go to this place, Tony, called – and you're, you're, a, you're a pizza – a bit of a pizzaiolo, your, your own self. Yep. But I want to be hitting this Mr. 01. you got to look this place up, Tony. Mr. 01 Extraordinary Pizza. Let's look at this menu together. You could uh, you can help me pick one out. Uh, but this is supposed to be one of the good, one of the great pizza places uh, in the in Florida. They have a couple Miami locations, handful. But the, these pizzas sound really good to me. Um, my dad went. He he did really like it. Uh, uh, and I mean this in the in the normal way. He's not. He's maybe a little less um, uh, adventurous. Maybe not the right word, but that's the only word I can come up with. Traditional. Um, yeah, he likes a more traditional pizza, I would say, than I, I'm, I'm willing to go way outside the box. So I want you to, let's explore this menu a little bit. Are you looking at it? Uh, yeah, I'm on the I'm Melbourne the one. location, Melbourne, Florida, of course. Oh, oh I'm in, I'll, I'll go to that one, but there is a Naples location. I'll go to the Naples um, location. You go to that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go to the Naples one. Um, that's the one I'm going to go to. Uh, so if I look at this, Tony, I feel like... I got to go with the, ooh, I'm not going with avocado. I don't like avocado. Avocado no. on a pizza to me maybe doesn't quite do it. Um, I think the one I'm eyeing up, I mean, I'm going to go to the Extraordinary Pizza, and I am looking at the Coffee Paolo. This is a one that they're famous for, Tony. This is tomato sauce, mozzarella, gorgonzola, honey, coffee, and spicy salami calabrese. Wow, that sounds delicious. Yeah, it's uh, got like a dusting of coffee on it. And from what I hear, it doesn't really taste of coffee so much as it gives it like a natural char type yep. flavor all the way over, which I'm um, into. And I love the blue cheese on there too. Yeah, that sounds pretty delicious. Sorry, I've just brought up the menu now um, because I was having uh, trouble. Um, first impressions, Star Luca, because he destroyed... The Australian Boomers, well, the Australian Boomers played like crap, let's be honest. That was a terrible yeah. game of basketball. The less said about that, the better. Um, yeah, I like the, the coffee Paolo that you were talking about. Um, yeah, do not like avocado. Um, yeah, hot avocado to me doesn't really do it for me. No. Uh, there are a lot of good options. Uh <sighs> Oh, it had me until the white truffle oil. Do not, not so much a fan of the white truffle oil. Um, you know what? Uh, shout out to um, Mr. Spice Girl himself. Um, I think the um, Star Beckham could be pretty that's, delicious. That's the one. That's the one that I think I'm looking at. Filled with ricotta, mozzarella, bacon, onions, fresh tomatoes, ranch dressing, and basil. And basil. I bet that's good. Yeah. Yep. Also, the um, as much as I say I'm an adventurous, uh, I want to try some weird stuff on pizza. I fucking love a margarita. It's just oh. hard for me to not get a straight up margarita. I love I love a margarita. It's as good as it gets to me. And unlike say your basic order at a place where you're unsure of a place, like a margarita is just perfect. I don't care that the story was made up about Queen Margarita and it was her official um, pizza which it wasn't, and that certificate was put in that Italian joint many years later. But it's just the perfect combination of flavours. 
Um, uh, it's it's too, yeah, it's it's, it's very perfect. excellent. Yeah. I also like the type, and uh, Signora here does it. That's like, um, uh, oh, they don't do it with both of them here, but prosciutto and mushrooms. Yep, prosciutto and mushroom Classic combination with maybe Classic some artichoke just to change up the texture. It's nice too. Yeah, I like that. Yep. Um, so I'm excited for this. I want to check this place out. Um, also, shout out to the Nutella pizza. I'm all I'm all over that. Oh, just you have give to me get some pizza crust small... and some Nutella. You know, you know, I'm on that. <laughs> yep, small Nutella pizza. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so I'm excited for this. Uh, we're take it's it's uh, my dad's birthday, so we're taking um, going to dinner with him uh, at a place called Dorona, which is doing like a restaurant week menu, but it's insanely inexpensive. Like yep. even Chicago's restaurant week, I thought was crazy cheap. It'd be like three courses for fifty bucks. This is three courses. One of them is a steak, if you want a steak, and or like Bronzino or something. And uh, it's thirty nine dollars. I'm like, what the fuck? Do I get like? <laughs> how do they make do I just get the gnaw on the tail of the Bronzino? What the fuck? Like, how, how is it even worth it? I don't even understand. But um, sure. So I'm I'm gonna be all over that. Uh, that'll be great. Um, and there's a food truck I want to check out too. That's gonna be at one of these breweries that just does double smash burgers. It's called Only cool. Doubles, and they just make smash burgers. So I will get on top of that too. Um, so it'll be a good time. Uh, I always uh, secretly really enjoy going there. Um, it's a good time. Yep. It's just hot. It's, it's just humid as fuck, and I sweat for literally three consecutive days. Well, it is really the personification of America, Florida. It really is divisive in everything it does. When the weather is delightful, it is truly delightful. When it is awful, yep. it is truly fucking awful. Same goes yep. for their politics, and same goes for their population. Yeah, the, the people really do vary from, like, pretty cool or nice, right, yes. normal people to the f- most fucked up freaks. Yep. Um, we'll go to it. We, we go to this bar. Kelly's already begging me not to go there. Oh, you've got to um, go, we'll go to this. Yeah, I know, exactly. Just to just to get her picture. But there's a place. There's this place we go. And the bar's fine. It's a nice bar. They have they make smoked fish dip. It's fucking yummy. Oh, that's uh, Drinks good. are fine. Drinks are cheap. Um, but there's somebody set up, maybe it's the owner, has a sign in there that says, like, make America Florida again, DeSantis for president or whatever. <laughs> and I'm just like, God damn it. Like, it's always packed. I'm like, you know, every freak in the world is in here at once. It's so good. Yep. Um, but uh, it, it's it's just, you know, that, that's that's your other side of it, right? Um, and then on the third, on the third end of this triangle is that there's, it is a seasonal place. Now we're going to be there out of season, but, um, in the winter it, it gets packed. And, uh, uh, a lot of the, there are a lot of, you're probably familiar with this idea that there's seasonal like workers, right? And there are many cooks, yeah. especially that aren't just seasonal in Naples. They will travel around. So they'll do summer in Provincetown or summer in Saugatuck or wherever. Or Maine, and then do winter in Naples, and they just yep. bounce back and forth and do kitchen work. And I, we were at some bar, which must be a popular place with the industry people. It's open late, so that's why, because it's a town full of, you know, my dad's one of the, like, kids of the city, and, yep. you know, he's in his 60s, so um, these people are very old, and everything closes very early. <laughs> uh, so this bar is open late, and we'll sometimes Kelly and I will go there later in the evening, and we saw two cooks just having a full-on fucking screaming match 
about what which one of these seasonal cities gets the best produce. I'm like, what the fuck are these guys going on about? Like, uh, just just going in, into each other. And by the way, neither of the cities were the city we were in. They're like, no, it's Michigan. No, it's Massachusetts. And they're fucking yelling at each other. I'm like eating a drinking a really strong rum and coke and eating a clam or something or a fried clam strip or whatever the fuck they have. I'm like, whatever. This is great. <laughs> um, so that's the other part of the city is you have that, that kind of cruise. So. Great, great times. Um, speaking of, speaking of my, uh, my wife, Kelly, uh, and, and experiences she doesn't want to have. Yeah. I can't say my wife. I have to say like, I have to become a, my partner guy, even though I feel uh, like that's pretentious. Yeah. Uh, my, but every my, time I say my wife, I'm like Borat, my wife yeah. Borat. I know, you know it's it just, just my mind every time. But you can't say your partner because right. what your partner says to me these days, it says you haven't got your shit together enough to get married. Either you're too poor yeah, or you're my not spouse, I enough. can say my spouse, right? Yeah. Anyways, uh, speaking of places she doesn't, uh, she maybe didn't want to go. <laughs> but you know what? Found herself something she liked. was she the, did We went to the Boulder Station. For richer poor. Poorer or sickness in your health. Poor, and this yeah, is well, this a was sickness. right there on the edge of poor. Yeah, right. Well, sickness um, was we, what we, I was thinking of. Didn't say what well, kind she's of already sickness. put up with some sickness, but we're we're, we're not talking medical here. sickness. We're talking mental sickness. Your love mental for illness, Boulder, yeah. Boulder Station. Yeah, went to the Boulder Station. I didn't take her there on my own. Uh, some other guy who hosts a podcast somewhere was it Wooden uh, Spoon decided to. To jump, it was it, yeah. Well, it was uh, it was uh, Malika Kuiper Jr. <laughs> came by, uh, and we we played a little um, we played a little blackjack and uh, ate the tacos that I think I've talked about on the show. What I think are maybe the best tacos in the city at Tacos El Pastor in the fucking Boulder Station food yep. court next to Teriyaki Madness and Capriati's. Um, but they're making everything by hand. Tortillas, the carnitas is in the big copper pot. The uh, pastor is on the big spit. Uh, everything is from scratch. Uh, this place rocks. Uh, and so we, we housed some tacos and then made Kelly uh, come watch us play blackjack. Um, uh, I, I would have bought her in, but she was not interested. Fair enough. Uh, but fortunately, it was dead empty. So she just, they, the dealer's just like, uh, you can just sit down and not do anything. I'm like, okay. That, so that's you just sat down and hung out with us. Not right, yeah. about. Um, oh no, they no nobody ever came by this table. Yep. Um, to be fair, it was a fifteen dollar table at the Boulder Station. <sighs> yeah, so no wonder nobody came I past. Might as well have been in the high limit room. You and a slumlord uh, were just rolling off bills. In well, me and the slumlord were <laughs> we were peeling hundreds off. One, we were peeling one hundred off, um, and then uh, getting it taken from us. Yeah, uh, I won't. I mean, we both we both lost. I came out with money. I left. I lost. I lost seventy bucks or something. And Brian tore through his whole hundred or whatever. Um, Three five. But it was. Uh, it, we we did okay. We got back up and we got back even. We got killed a little bit and then right at the end I lost five hands in a row and I'm like oh fuck. Oh, so then I just got up. Because Brian burned out. He he. Um and then I. Uh, I was like, well, I'll play through the shoe. I'll play through this shoe, and five hands in a row I lose. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not making it through the shoe. I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what did Kelly think of um, the tacos? Did it live up to your hype? It did. She loves Alpha Store more than anything, so I knew she would like it. Um, It was excellent, 
and she enjoyed it as much as I thought she would. Um, I would love to go back there with like a buzz. Uh, I, I don't drink in the Boulder Station. I, I'm afraid of what could happen. Um, don't worry about I, it. It's uh, only in the car park or the hotel rooms. It's really an issue. What's it? coming out of the soda gun at the fucking Boulder Station? I don't know. I guess you just you're have to buying, drink straight up. You're buying a world drink, are you? Or not buying? Just drink straight. Yeah. Just get straight bourbon. That's probably the move. No gin and sodas or gin and tonics at the Or you Boulder get the Station. Irish coffee because there's enough heat in the Irish coffee. Oh, yeah. They'll kill anything in there, yeah. Any of the bugs. Well, anyways, yeah. Uh, so... I, I would like to eat the. They do like Alpastor fries. You can just get the meat dumped on French fries with a bunch of cheese and crap on there. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. But um, I think you got to be kind of tipsy to really yep. get the most out That's of that. That's like experience. a Mexican HSP plate. Yeah, exactly. It is. It. I mean, it. It almost is exactly because it is meat that came off of a shawarma. You know, yep. so it's <laughs> just different flavor. But um, I, I think she was fine with it. I. I, I was actually surprised it. You know, Boulder Station, I was more anxious about it than I usually am because, you know, you bring your spouse in there and you're like, oh, what's this going to, is she going to be grossed out by this? But usually I'm not. I'm usually like, whatever, it's fine. It's a little tired, but it's not, I'm not getting threatened or stepping in mud piles or anything like that, right? Um, I think but I'm- it was fine. Yeah, it's cleaner than you would think. Yeah. It is better than it was five years ago, so it's got that going for it. But even five years ago, stations aren't that bad. They're never shiny, but they're never run down. They're sort of this like is the, the hotel worst one. The this of, is the most run down one. Okay, I would say, but, but it's not bad. You're right. There's no sort of shoddiness. There's no veneer of shoddiness. I always think that um, your strip casinos or your downtown casinos are much more veneer. Um, orientated than, say, the Boulder Station, which is just, it's never going to be shined up and polished like a yep. a, a strip hotel, but it's never going to be as shitty, shitty as, say, the Trop is right now. I thought Mirage was much grosser than yep. Boulder Station, mostly because the people who are walking around the Mirage sort of lend to that, right? Most, of the, most everybody in the Boulder Station is it's, just old. Yeah, they're either just, old or know. they're local. Or old and yeah, old, both generally, um, and and then like when Brian and I go on Fridays, uh, it's construction workers like temp yep. labor cashing paychecks. It's yes. just all temp labor cashing paychecks. That's why I like the old. They give you like a twenty dollar. They give you a twenty dollar yeah. bonus if you cash your paycheck at the Boulder <laughs> Station. Um, but uh, it's it's that which is fine, and actually it is funny because you do see that at Boulder, but you don't see that at GVR Sunset. Yep. So I don't know if it's. You know, must be close to where uh, people live. You know, I don't know, but um, oh, of course it is out in the Boulder, Boulder Highway. That's much Boulder more Highway affordable, and Nellis, yeah. Right, yeah, much more affordable um, accommodation than than in the GVR area. And more middle, more middle class in general. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, Green Valley is like where fucking Zoe Deschanel lives and shit. So it's probably not that. It's one of the um, brothers. And Property Brothers, whose name is not last name. I, I hate the name of that show because for years I was like, their name is Property? He's like, no, they just <laughs> are brothers who sell property. I'm like, well, that doesn't really, that's not really a clever name then. It's but it doesn't have to be kind of clever. Boring. It just needs to be descriptive. I wanted the guy's name to be like Bob Property. I don't really know. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna- this isn't good. I, don't, I didn't care for that. I'm going um, to just jump onto uh, my mid-journey bot and type in "Imagine Bob Property." 
Imagine Bob property. If it comes up with a, if it comes up with a property brother, then I'm going to be proven right somehow. Um, but yeah, Tony, uh, after going to the Boulder station and, uh, really putting Kelly through, uh, through the paces of, of, you know, lower middle-class life, I, I did find out some good news about our Australia trip. This got me excited that I'm going to be arriving well-rested on our flight to Australia because we got bumped. I got bumped up to the old lie flat seat on this 15 and a half hour flight, which I think is going to make our lives much better. Fucking hope. Trust me, I, yeah, I right. always do it in, in kettle kettle class, and it's a it's a it's an issue. Um, I mean, we're going to be in that on our way home. We're we're fucked. We can't. I can't get any upgrades on Qantas. I'm fucked. Um, yep. So nothing good's going to happen to me there. But we're flying American in. So my status finally paid off. I uh, got the good seats, um, which is a huge win. So if you That's see, uh, we will get to by the time we get to Melbourne, and I suspect we will be fully. Uh, realigned to uh, oh, the yeah. time at that point. Yep. Um, You've really just got to force yourself that first day. You, you're familiar with it. Is just force yourself to go without sleep until you, till you crash it. Yep. Whatever the worst one I ever did was um, was Iceland actually. Yep. Um, because it was is and not because the flight was long. It was a short flight. It was actually it just fucked you up more. You left at six p.m. You arrived at six a.m. and only six hours passed in the air. Yep. So it's like not enough time to get any rest. You moved enough time zones that it will fuck you up, and you left at a weird time for sleeping six o'clock. Uh, so you're just like <laughs> fucking screwed. Yeah. You know. Because what time uh, so do you, you have to stay uh, up to yeah. part and arrive with your Australia trip? Do you have that off? Dude, this is perfect. We leave at like ten thirty p.m. Well, that's not bad. And we'll yeah. get in. We'll get in at 9 a.m., whatever, two days later, whatever it is, right? Yeah, so don't, like, don't worry about the days later thing. That's... I don't worry about that, right? I already told Kelly. I'm like, it doesn't matter. No. What you want to do, my plan is, like, stay up for three or so hours on the plane, three or four hours right off the bat. Don't go to sleep too early. No. And then sleep, sleep like, se- try to get that seven, eight hours in the middle. Good just luck. Rest, sleep. Well, I mean, whatever. I get to yeah. lie flat at least, but just yeah. relaxing. Yeah, just relaxing. Eyes shut. Yeah. Eyes shut. Listening you know, to if a you podcast. Get three, four, three, four, four five hours of sleep. Yeah. You're lucky. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Try the uh, 76 minute edition. Um, <laughs> and then wake up for the last three or four hours for breakfast. And then you land. It's like waking up at 6 30 a.m. And then you're up till nine when you hit the ground in Sydney. So that's my plan. The date is irrelevant to me. I don't care. Um, that's all hogwash. Um, yeah, it really so is. It's, it's completely overrated. You'll you'll arrive in Sydney and it'll be whatever day of the week, and that's the only important thing that matters. Because it's just yeah, to me, it's just a long flight to Europe. It's it's like flying to Europe. Or it's like flying yeah. to Sao Paulo, and I flew to Sao Paulo. That was 10 hours, yep. 10 and a half hours. And I didn't change time zones. Like I, We moved like one time zone over. Yeah, you had so no jet just, lag, though, with not moving time zones. As much as it was a long flight, it's kind of like why a lot of Australian tourists fly to Bali and a lot of the places in yeah. Thailand, because even though you're flying a long way and it is a, a, a decent-sized flight, you're not moving time zones, so you're not fucked up when you get there. Right. You're tired from the trip, but yeah. you're not fucked up by genuine jet lag. What, what I'm hoping is um, that, like that flight, it really just feels like I went to sleep and woke up. You know what I mean? 
Um, it just depends on how good I sleep on the plane. Now, laying down in a bed will really probably help my ability to sleep. But it is a fucking plane, and, and people are always being loud or fucking around and um, acting like dickheads. So I'm sure we'll run into some of that too. But, but that's I did a good on the London one. So it is a huge deal. It's uh, it's really going to help us out. We get to like, you know, it's the fully lay flat like suite type shit. You know, not like yeah. a fucking not the nice one, not, not like Singapore Emirates Airlines suite. where you like get yeah. to go into like a bedroom and have a shower or whatever the fuck. You, no. All you get to do here is like the seat goes down and you have a TV or whatever, and you get yeah, fed. You have your own private. They, they come area. around with champagne before the plane takes off. That's kick ass, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a normal. And your shit. food will be an upgrade too. Basically. It will. Your food will be better. Um, we actually got upgraded tomorrow too, but not to a nice seat like that. It's just a slightly bigger seat. Yeah, domestic. Um, Who gives a fuck? Domestic first class, so we get to, um, you know, we'll get the better quote unquote better food, but. What is that? You know, still, still not good, but I'll eat it because I'm a big hog. So whatever, it's fine. Um, so that's going to be good. We did sort of nail down our dates. So our Australia folks who are, um, listening, we did, uh, I did post a calendar. I think I'm nailing down. This as kind of a, you know, loose schedule. Um, we already, you know, so we will be in Sydney on those days and Melbourne on the other days and when we're going to Mafra. So if you're coming out to hang out with us in Melbourne, weekend of the 17th, we'll be there the whole time, Friday, uh, Friday to Monday. So come party. That'll be the, that'll be the big weekend. It'll be, it'll be a good time. We'll be hitting all the breweries. We'll be hit doing all the stuff. It'll be great. Yep. It'll be um, great. Tony, why don't we we walking our ass off, trying to walk off the nine million dumplings and shit. I'm going to be eating here. Got to say, the weather this year has been unseasonably warm already. Like today is fucking delightful. It's only 19 degrees Celsius, but for this time of year, it's that's pretty damn good. What is that is in Fahrenheit? Um, mm. It's like 60s, low 60s, that would be like mid 60s, 66. Yeah, yeah. Mid 60s. And but it's sunshine and blue sky, as you can see by the the blown out window behind me because it's so sunny. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm just excited to see birds and crap. You guys have the cool birds. So oh yeah, like, and you birds. can I can show you a, a kookaburra there all the way around town. The magpies, probably magpie swooping season when you're there. That'll be delightful if you get swooped Some by various, magpie. Yeah, I, I like magpies. Various cockatoos in Sydney, and uh, I'm sure. Have you crap Have you looked up magpie swooping in Australia? I have. I did see some of that. Yeah. Um, you know where else they have magpies? I don't think they're quite as aggressive as in Europe. You, I mean, Copenhagen, Different bird. magpies are everywhere, too. It is. Yep. Okay. Um, the Australian magpies, it looks a little scary, but it's really not. Yeah, I've seen them. these fuckers. They just come out. They'll come right at you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, magpie swooping season is the only time they get vicious. Otherwise... They are the friendliest birds out there, believe it or not. Not friendliest, but they will come up so close to you. And, like, if you've got a phobia of magpies, I'm sure it's scary, but um, when they're not breeding, they are a delightful bird. They really are. But, boy, when they swoop, that is scary shit. They're, they're corvids. Corvids are cool birds. Every corvid is cool. Like, the uh, we have crows and ravens and shit here. We have crows. And um, uh, they are smart as fuck. I mean, they'll just, like, Get, they'll get right up to you. They'll they'll kind of like eye you up and what's up, you know. 
yeah. you got anything for me, bro? You know, damn <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. And then um, in California, the crows will just sit on, I mean, they're huge. And they just sit on these and they'll perch up and just like, you can walk right up to them. Uh, I wouldn't touch them because I'm afraid of uh, diseases from birds, but um, it's cool shit. I mean, I like those things. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be a good time. Um, hanging out with birds. I'm excited for that. And you've discovered one of our current trends. Of course, current trends are big Asian-inspired trends in Australia. So we've got, of course, the um, the fried cheese, uh, fried Korean cheese on a stick. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to yep, do yep. that. Okay. Um, and you the, guys have the um, Japanese pancakes. You have, like, the hot dogs too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the souffle yeah. pancakes. Yeah, we, we actually have this stuff here in Vegas. Like, we have a million of these Korean hot dog and cheese places. And we have... Um, the uh, souffle pancakes, but they are fucking awesome. So we can absolutely do those things because they're really good. But do you have this thing? I'm not sure whether it's made it anywhere outside of Australia. It's called bubble tea. We've yeah, got a couple of places that are bubble tea places on every single block. We've, we've stumbled into bubble tea um, maybe, I don't know, 20 or 30 years ago <laughs> or so. Um. Honestly, I like bubble tea, but uh, Kelly's a much bigger fan of bubble tea than I am. She she really she's really into it. Um, all right, Tony, let's plug along here. Why don't we go see what's going on in our Discord, huh? Would you like to be a part of our Discord? Well, good yes, news, I you would. can. Oh well, he's there already, so oh. that's awesome. Uh, he gets to participate uh, every day. But um, if you would like to join in, uh, you can click the link at the bottom of our website. Our website's beerengineshow.com. There's a link down there. It's got a little video game-looking controller. That's the Discord logo. You literally click that, and it will take take you to our specific Discord, and you can go into it. You call it a video game controller. I call it a submarine cockpit. It could be that too. I honestly do not know. It just it, to me the first thing I see when I see it is a. Um, oh, I get it. I, you made a joke. <laughs> I made a joke. It took me sorry. It took me a second. I was oh, okay, <laughs> dude. I have not thought of that happened. I and know. I, it might have. It must have happened twenty years ago. I know. That fucking happened, and I'm like, wow, that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, that was like when right after nine eleven. Was wild. Was it before nine eleven. I written might have been. I think I was getting on a plane and I started. I was smoking on the plane still. I was fifteen, <laughs> but I was smoking on a plane. Um, it was. I was like, what the fucking a million years ago that that that's the that is so symptomatic of our of like especially American society. I'm sure it's the case there too. Which is like everyone forgets every everything might have happened a million years ago. I don't know. I mean that's and that's part of think speaking not to go back to Ron DeSantis, but part of his problem is. He was cool during COVID, and unfortunately for him, the election couldn't start then, right yeah. that day. Because then yep. everyone's like, oh, fuck this guy. I don't remember him, you know. And that's the it's, advantage uh, Trump's more- got because he keeps the news cycle ticking over every five m- seconds because he's yep. got some yep. new he drama happening. That, I think, is um, partly because of um, how disheveled he is, but I think also part of it is to plan. So I think it does work to his advantage. I mean, it's Bart Simpson picking up the the phone off the hook from Australia. Yep. Saying the t- the toilets are turning counterclockwise at the neighbor's house. He's like, toilets? I don't care about that anymore. And he just hangs up the <laughs> yeah. phone. 
Yep. I mean, that's pretty much us is, is what we're doing. As a society, that, um, that, that is what we've become. So, yeah, good luck trying to get anything done. Oh, but I know we have seen um, Diane Feinstein fucking lose it lately. But what about Mitch McConnell? How good is that? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's I the mean, best. It's not to be... I mean, I guess I have to just say I, I really enjoyed it. It looks like he's he's like blue screening. It's really good. Yeah, I was trying to show the slightest bit of empathy, but then I remembered I don't have to. So I was no, like, he's, that. He's, he's a yeah. piece of dog he's a piece shit. of shit. Yeah, he's like it ruined ruined the next hundred years or you know eternity of human history. So, yeah. um, or he's least involved enough in it. So, fuck him. Uh, maybe he'll die in front of everybody. I think that would be. I don't know whether we need be to be like, traumatized that much because I feel like the second he dies, he already saw Bud Dwyer. So just, oh yeah, he just melts. Yeah, I was thinking like, uh, but he wasn't going to Bud Dwyer himself, but maybe the Earth <laughs> will Bud Dwyer him for us. You know, <laughs> um, let's uh, let's get into beer chat here. Uh, we had Kyle, our friend Kyle, who uh, did did reach out to us and remind us that he is. He is also familiar with Monocle's Pizza. I did leave him out of the uh, the number of various <laughs> listeners who have a familiarity with Monocle's Pizza um, due to my misunderstanding of the geography of Illinois. So <laughs> he also has Monocle's Pizza. Um, I believe his take was that if they cooked it for a little longer and had a better sauce, it would be good. And I'm like, well, they're the elements they're of two pizza. big parts of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> But he's probably right. I mean, and if it didn't make me shit my brains out until I um, was more dehydrated than ever, um, it'd be great. Anyways, he was drinking this beer, which looks which looks nice. It's a it's a Wally's from Wally's. Wally's is a kind of newish gas station chain in, in like the Midwest, like and it's one like of them big, 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 big mother. Mind. That's their sign. That's like what their sign looks like. But it's like these big motherfucking gas stations. Like a, um, um, what are those ones like in a Texas? Bucky's. Bucky's, yeah. Yeah, Bucky's, yeah. And um, it's it's huge. So And they have like barbecue restaurants and shit in there. So um, this is a light lager they made. Uh, Urban Chestnut uh, made it for them. Oh, well, it's going to be good. Sure, it's delicious. Yeah, I can't, can't. I'm, I'll be back in St. Louis in a few weeks. So I'm actually excited to get back there. Uh, I was drinking some Oktoberfest, Tony. Um, the Metropolitan Afterburner, a lovely beer, uh, A plus for that. Uh, Griff's Drunk Uncle out at Foundation Brewing, a brewing, brewing, you know it. Um, I've been to Foundation Brewing. Uh, good pizza, good beer, uh, looks delish. Nick Torque at the soft launch of Killer Sprocket's new venue with Schwartz beer and steak pies. Now, what's Killer Sprocket, Tony? Killer Sprocket it's is like the brewery. Lo- local brewery to Nick Torque, and it used to be in an old um, industrial estate with a leaking roof, crap beer, and crap venue, but it was local to Nick, so it used to go there after work occasionally. Uh, but they've, they've moved yeah. locations, and apparently the beer is slightly improved, but the location looks much improved over the original uh, venue. Very good. Uh, then went around the corner to Hard Road Brewing. Uh, Dark Quest Porter pulled from the beer engine. Very nice. Um, we got me drinking Potter's beer. Tony, this was good shit. Um, went to in Silver Stamp. They still, had, still had It was a West Mala Potter's beer in a West Mala glass. Uh, they had some leftover from uh, Belgian Beer Week. Um, 4.8%. You had all that West Mala taste with not as much, quite as much booze. Super refreshing, very good. 
Uh, and then to Corey with a news story here for us. Um, this is Bill Gates's bold bet on Bud Light's comeback. He acquired 1.7 million shares mid slump as the brand aims to win customers back with NFL Sunday ticket campaign. And he couldn't have so, summed um, up the article any better with the next post. So if you want to see that, please come join our Discord. That's right. It's pretty much um, Bill Gates is buying as much. He's buying a lot of this up while it's devalued, Yeah, I would say. Bud Light is um, like a widget. If anybody gets that reference, you know what the gif is. Yep. It's a... Uh, it's, um, a hi- super hyper mega global net or whatever the fuck is yes. hyper compu globo net or whatever the fuck called it. Yeah, it definitely um, had compu in it. Yep, but um, yeah, he's buying up a lot of Budweiser share. So there you go. That's pretty much what the story is. Um, um as you said, uh, your trip schedule is in the Discord. So if people want to check that out, it that is, is certainly available. If you want to check that out, go for it. We had a uh, now these were pretty good in the food in the in the kitchen area. Corey with a couple of food posts here. I want to thank him for this. Uh, I do know that he is uh, he's living in a Walgreens household, so I did I decided not to uh, give him any shit for the Walgreens brand jerky. Um, what does but that he's got mean? The... <laughs> Living in a Walgreens house, Walgreens brand house. Is there a big the loyalty between you? The house is not made by or... Walgreens. No, he has a. He's he's married into the Walgreens family. How about that? But not the not the way oh, I mean. He like didn't sister, marry a Walgreens, which would sister. which would be cool. Oh no, that wasn't no, Walgreens. That, would be that much was Walmart. Better. That's right. Yeah, it'd be much better if he could marry into the actual Walgreens family. Uh, he just um, he married into the Walgreens employee network. How about that? Um, uh, I'm 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 trying to be as vague as possible, but uh, that. I'm not doing a great job. But uh, um, move on yes, to the host his, his lovely spouse is a Walgreens employee, um, and uh, so he has some Walgreens goods here. The Walgreens maple. Flavored bacon jerky. Now, I have not had any bacon jerky that I like, so I am curious to know if Corey enjoys the bacon jerky. Um, I agree. To me, it's always been like flabby. I, I don't know. Yeah. It just like doesn't really work for me. But I'd be curious if if Corey finds that um, more enjoyable uh, than I have not tried the this brand. I I actually had some fancy fucking brand, so maybe I should be going to the goddamn Walgreens and getting this stuff off the. Absolutely. Off the shelf there when I pick especially up my heart you, meds. <laughs> especially have, if you have an in with corporate. I do. Uh, I, I have at least one. I, as I said, I have one connection at corporate, so maybe I can get the maple maple bacon hookup from our, from our friend there. Um, but he was washing it down with some Jameson cold brew. Um, interesting. Okay, so this is just like, I, I, I don't know if it's just like a cold brew Whiskey combo, I guess, maybe. Uh, so that's fun. And Don't then you uh, this also. In America? This has been in Australia for years. Oh, I'm sure we have this. I mean, yeah, we definitely have it in America because I think Corey's in America. I mean. <laughs> but you know what I mean? We've, we've literally had this for ages and it says limited edition. I'm sure we've had it forever. It's a liquid. Honestly, I'm, I'm not a big Jameson drinker. So I'm usually not perusing the Irish and Canadian whiskey aisle. Those are usually lumped together. Um, no offense to those things. I'm not 
against them. Just um, not something I frequent. But well, I would often, try this. It sounds good. Yeah, and we often talk about glassware. I believe his uh, glassware of choice is pretty impeccable. Oh, it's some Ted Lasso <laughs> glassware. Hell yeah. All right, I love that. And then we've got a pumpkin spice season here. Pumpkin spice Twinkies uh, from from the old hostess company. Are you guys eating Twinkies out there, Tony? Hey, you brought with you. Oh, no, we're fucked now. All right, Tony has to run away, but pumpkin spice Twinkies actually do sound good to me. Um, the maple bacon jerky also sounds good. The cold brew Jameson sounds good. I would I would get into all this stuff, but, uh, uh, you know, I, you know, I'd really like to know if uh, I, I'm going to be able to get my nightly Twinkie when I'm there in Australia, but I guess we'll have to find out. Um, what else we got? Uh, we got some more show chat here. This is actually Corey again, who makes a great point. Um, he uh, points out that scam marketing research is a thing. I get bombarded with these offers for the low, low price of two thousand to five thousand dollars. Now with AI, all these uh, sorry. Now with AI, these firms can crank these things out at lightning pace. That definitely makes sense. Someone googled for uh, Google Market. Or glass whales, probably me. That's right. Bam! Generic research document is created, showing a tremendous five point seven percent Kager through twenty twenty eight. So I think that makes a ton of sense. I I really um, had not always thought this stuff through, but um, once I saw this, I was like, okay, they're just scamming us here. So um, and no, there's Tony. To the He's show. returned. I just I just talked through it. Did you cut us? No. <laughs> Okay, good. So we're fine. You don't oh, have to no, do anything. Edit. Look at this dude. He's a fucking professional. I'm home by myself and um, I'm expecting builders and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I have to answer the door. Well, we were just talking about in the show chat area that Corey pointed out about scam research marketing. And um, I, I, I knew this stuff was fake and uh, he validated me that there is all this fake shit. And I do, th- I do agree that AI is going to be able to crank these things out oh. in seconds because yep. – it's all dog shit. So it's, it's very easy uh, for AI to um, embrace patterns. And the pattern they always want to show is direct straight line up. So that will be no problem for an AI to be able to. No, it's actually interesting. I think what will happen with AI is I think it really cuts out that this is in any industry because, of course, I'm playing with mid-journey a lot. Cuts out a lot of these artists that have relied on being average um whether they be in marketing or whatever else sort of this below even average so below average people below average illustrators below average um analytics guys Uh, ai is great at just doing the bare minimum and scraping by and i think because it can crank out a shit ton of volume i think it will really cut those jobs out of the market yet if you're a highly skilled person i think ai will um Never actually overtake that because it's it's working off those models of those more experienced people. Now, uh, we didn't go over this, Tony, last time, but I did want to go to um, – we did not actually talk about PMAX menus that he posted from the, from the um, World Cup final. Um, so we can look through the VIP – let's look through these VIP food and beverage offerings at the final. Uh, he said the highlight was the mini Wagyu tarts and the pork sausage rolls. 
Um, looks like they have some, I mean, they got chips, they got cold snacks, so they have like a mushroom tart, um, a Wagyu bre- Brezola, Brezola, that's like a roll-up, right? Um, we got finger sandwiches, so like roast chicken and tarragon, sure, egg florentine, cured smoked salmon, smoked ham and aged cheddar, sounds good. Now, then we get to this main course area, which is interesting to me, to take a bow, Freshly steamed soft buns with uh, pork belly, panko prawns, crispy chicken, uh, tofu, uh, or tofu and crispy vegetables. So you can get one of those fillings. Got the lamb shoulder with lemon and olives, beetroot, falafel, uh, flatbreads, yogurt, and salads. Sounds really good. And then sushi and sashimi. You got hiramasa kingfish, salmon, line caught yellowfin, on nigiri, and maki rolls. I mean, that sounds nice. Maybe it's not... Maybe it's just sitting out all day, too, so who knows. Um, yeah, the, the sausage roll looks good. The pork sausage roll, you got some nice desserts here, cannoli, stuff like that. Okay, but the beers, I think, are the more interesting thing here, Tony. The only beers they have, Budweiser, Great Northern Super Crisp, and Great Northern Zero. What are you going for when you, we get that beer list, huh? <laughs> Great Northern Super Crisp, of course. Yeah, or, I think that's or, me, too. Or water. <laughs> that would be yeah, I think direction. I might be going over to uh, the oh man even the lines Jacob's Creek double barrel cab I guess I'll just drink champagne I'll just drink the Tattinger Brute sure whatever I'll just pound champagne all night but I will point out they did have some Gippsland blue cheese Tony how about that well we are a um, cheese mecca whether it be Maffra cheese or um um <coughs> That was probably Shadows of Blue. It's probably our most okay. popular one from the region, but we, we are still a dairy um, industry-centric area, uh, even though vegetables are starting to take over because the land is so valuable. But um, that's still perhaps our mecca, and as far as artisanal goods, that's what we do best. There you go. All right. Well, Tony, I think that's all we have in the Discord, so why don't we move on to the loggers of the week? Griff's logger of the week. Griff's logger of the week. Ooh, my logger of the week is just gonna have to be um, some delicious uh, uh, Ianger pills. I drank some Ianger pills at Silver Stamp. That's just as good as it gets for me. I don't really know what else to add to that. Um, last week I had Polliner pills. This week Ianger pills. Wow. Fantastic. Just Very happy about this. Just going it. all German on it. Yeah. How about you, Tony? Not, nothing or note. Okay, that's enough. I haven't that's had enough. that big right, week. Fine. I'm actually going to recommend a non-beer. Don't know whether I talked about it earlier. I know I talked about a pre-show with Griff, but hard solo. Do yourself a, pay- a favor, people in Australia. You'll get that reference because you would have watched Hey Hey at Saturday. Yes, the show sucked, but you'll get the Molly Meldrum reference there. Um, do yourself a favor. Try out the hard solo. Is the hype real? It's not that good, but it is solo. That he's alcoholic, and that's always a win. Solo, the real thirst crusher. Are you familiar with what I mean, Solo I'm, is? It's not. 
No. Revolutionary. It's like a lemon uh, squash. So um, do you have like a lemon flavored s- soda? It's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a lemon. It's like, it, we don't really have lemon soda, but this looks like squirt if it were lemon. Like, uh, squirt is grapefruit. Okay. Yep. So, except lemon. So, that's fine. I would love that. I would love, uh, we have like lemonade and I fizzy lemon drinks, but we have like lemon shake ups. I don't know. We have lemon lime, everything. So we don't really have just lemon, though. So unless yep. I'm not, I'm sure. It's, I'm, I'm sure I'm not thinking of something. So whoever can come in and excoriate me on the Discord yep. and tell me what I'm wrong about, but um, I can't think of a straight up lemon soda. No, and our lemonade in Australia is different. Um, it's more like Sprite. We would consider lemonade. So don't know whether you consider that lemonade or not. But Sprite's uh, more lemon lime to me. But yeah, it's a soda. <laughs> So we don't we don't split that hair yet. We do in other parts of our food world. Um, should be known that Asahi um, actually owns Solo now, so mm. that's why they're doing a hard version of it. Or oh, that's the reason they can do a hard version of it. It's called the original pub squash. Yeah, it's a funny word. Oh, so you would when you would go to a pub and you wanted a lemon drink, you would order. I'll have a squash pot of squash or a glass of squash. Um, yeah, I don't know where the word comes from, but that is definitely how you would order it, and you can still order it today at a pub. You can order a pub squash. No dramas. All right. Love it. Tody, my beer of the week is a beer called Way, Way, Way Up. Uh, it's Jackie O's and Dancing Gnome. Dancing Gnome from Pittsburgh, Jackie O's from Ohio. Very famous for their barrel-aged beer. This is a barrel bourbon barrel-aged barley wine Brewed with meadow foam honey laid to rest in Russell's Reserve Barrels, a resulting blend that gives you rich, rich notes of whiskey-soaked vanilla, dark cherry, plum, marshmallow, and sweet chocolate. Wow, how um, different are our two descriptions? Mine tastes like carbonated lemon. Yours has got 80,000 different um, descriptors in it, and I love it. Yeah, it doesn't what? have any of those ingredients. No adjuncts. Um, this is some straight-up barley wine. Yep. Jackie O's is right there with like Rev as one of the better barrel aged brewers in the country. So they ended up with an amazing barley wine. Who would have thought? It's shocking. But this is, you know, fit, fit, checks every box for barley wine, you know, caramel, uh, uh, boozy. vanilla, boozy, dark cherry, you know, all that stuff that you like. So get your hands on any barrel aged from Jackie O's. I highly. Recommend it. I really, believe really that's the stuff. first time they've been mentioned on this show, so that's an interesting one. Are they a, a big mm. brewery or just a, a small specialist barley wine producer? They're in Ohio. Okay. No, they're from Athens, Ohio. They make good beer. They make a lot of beer. Um, it was available in the Midwest. They can find it in Chicago. A lot of their barrel-aged stuff just sits on the shelves, much like Rev. So if you want Brick Kiln or Oil of Aphrodite, you can usually find it around, um, and it's great stuff, so... Don't, wow. don't skip it out. You have a lot of um, Athens in America. Of course, I was thinking of Athens, Georgia, but there's a lot of, I would say. Home of uh, the Georgia Bulldogs, yeah. Yeah. Athens, Wisconsin, <laughs> Athens, Vermont, mm-hmm. Athens, Pennsylvania. Okay, it's a borough. It's easier to just steal a different town name than come up with your own. Yeah. Well, ours is. And Athens is like one of the, really, one of the first towns. Yep, it was. First big ones, anyways, yeah. Yep. So it's, you know, right at the tip of your tongue all the time. Have you been to Athens, Nevada? 
No, where where God? Where is it? Oh, it's in uh, the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Uh, had a nineteen ten. Oh, it's in Nye County, so this is this is like in the middle. Oh, yeah, of they nowhere. found they found some fucking iron or some shit here. Yeah, I don't even know whether they give us a pop- current population. Silver or whatever. It says zero. It says the population oh, is zero. There you go. That's why I haven't been there. Yeah, there's no way you could actually live here now. There's a town. There's a town here in Clark County called Good Springs that has no people, but it has a bar. Um, so you can go out, but it's supposed to be a big deal. You go out there and go to the bar in Good Springs, a Pioneer Saloon. Cool. Um, I have not gone out there yet, but it's often about 10, 15 degrees cooler there than it is here. So. I tell you, um, what really made me chuckle, kind of like Mitch McConnell unraveling, and and these people are also shitheads. <laughs> The Burning Man disaster. How fun has that been? Mm. That's really good. Yeah. I've enjoyed the rumor spreading, the like making up shit. Oh, yeah. True and on getting on there and being like, they found Ebola in the camp or whatever. That's pretty <laughs> Probably good. Probably did. And then, and then, like, True Patriot News is like picking that shit up too, which was even funnier. It was really good. Um, all right, Tony, why don't we jump over into uh, some Hyperbeerner dork shit news? Hyperbeerner dork shit news. All right. Workers at Elysian Brewing have unionized and want to set a trend. Uh, So uh, employees at the facility in Georgetown, this is in Seattle, uh, voted to join the Teamsters in August. So Elysian will be uh, a union shop. Good for them. Voted overwhelmingly to join Teamsters Local 117. uh, And they're hoping that the nearly 190,000 craft brewery employees in the U.S. um, follow their lead. So ABI is unionized, but the craft breweries are have not been unionized. Um, so it it would be a uh, you know it, it is crazy to me that that's how it works, but it it does. And Goose Island um, had had been the subject to an aggressive anti union campaign as well. Um, so I, maybe this will re- reinvigorate Goose Island, also an ABI uh, joint too. Yeah, get back on it and, and set themselves up for for a future um, because as we know these breweries will just or these uh, owners will just fuck you, you yeah know, it's it, interesting um, that, so. going back in time when craft beer was sort of seen as the healer of all things before it that um, very 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 thin veneer came off craft beer, brewing yeah. and it just turned into another business um, that um, because they weren't unionised, they were really looking after their employees and the conditions were great. You got all these benefits and most right. had a buy-in model, and all, which is all just garbage considering the amount of yeah, people involved in the industry and how short the employment turns often are for, for working right. at breweries. Um, right. And it's just interesting how, how quickly that veneer has fallen off and hopefully how quickly they can unionise um, get some some basic uh, rights um, that are afforded above what every other worker has um, to actually live and 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 work in a safe and uh, environment. And and safety goes beyond just working conditions. It means a reasonable wage and reasonable hours yep. as well. Speaking of union shops, uh, head over to Anchor where they uh, got. A little bit screwed, huh? So Anchor Brewing employees have launched their GoFundMe to buy the brewery. Campaign has made half its goal in two days. This is from SF, SFist. Um, 
Community money is pouring into the Anchor Brewing can, uh, sorry, Anchor Brewing Company employees' bid to buy the brewery after its August closure as a GoFundMe campaign to hit more than half its goal. So the, the employees' union is out there trying to buy this brewery. Um, they are doing a, they did a beer with um, Ox Farm, a California common ale appropriately, uh, with, or sorry, with Foxtail, not Fox Farm, um, which, uh, um, all, you know, 100% of the proceeds are going to go to the union. They have not gotten a term sheet or a price or anything from Sapporo. Um, I don't know how much it could be uh, for something you shut down. One dollar. It yeah. should be. I mean, but, right. You have to buy the equipment. You know? No. It, it shouldn't really be that, but it w- will be at least that. Because th- this was a shutdown based on balance sheets more than anything else, a- as we spoke about at the time. This was about Sapporo doing work on their balance sheet. It had really nothing to do with the viability of Anchor or Anchor as a brand. Therefore, if they're going to sell it, they should at least put some goodwill back into the community. They won't, though. Let's be honest. I'm 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 looking at this from a sort of utopian view that they won't, uh, and they will overprice what what they're aiming for. But I can't imagine it will roll into the multi million dollars. Um, it's a brewery that um, doesn't have a huge um, like tap room community, like um, right. Right. modern times, for example, where they had multiple sure, modern times or. Stone or, um, uh, yeah, any of these other ones, right? Yep. Um, So they were a distribution brewery, so it's, uh, um, I think it's going to be tricky, but uh, it would, I mean, uh, I don't expect Sapporo to do anything but the most unfair thing. Yep. Um, But it is bank, so it is in bankruptcy. Um, The decision on who gets to buy it goes to the California. So it's in in administration, as it were, right? So the creditors um, group at California will decide who gets to buy it. It'll be on financial shit, not some sentimental thing. So who knows how it'll end up. But hopefully we get some, hopefully they get some luck on that. Um, And then finally... Uh, this was a good one here. Uh, had to do a little bit of a 12-foot ladder jumping here, but I like you this. Sure did. Heineken is freezing beer into ice cubes that are 20% colder and melt two times slower. Almost barely doesn't make sense to me. Well, um, it was a um, process invented by Clar- Clarence Birdseye, really not made up by ChatGPT, that dude, in 1929. I don't think yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but <laughs> I think you don't think this is real? <laughs> I think this was made in mid-journey. No, I, I do think this is real. But give it 12 months' time. This will be made via ChatGP and mid-journey coming very soon. So apparently in Thailand and Laos, they drink beer over ice. That makes sense. It's hot there, um, to my understanding. And uh, they Heineken is honoring that tradition with product innovation. They created star-shaped ice cubes made from Heineken beer. So you can get um, like a pack of these ice cubes um, that are, you know, appropriately five. It's a fucking star, you know, five pointed star. And um, it uh, it is beer and you can drop it in your beer and then you won't water down your beer and you get the ice. Um, And it looks like the little Heineken star. So, Um, 
All right. I mean, I, I think we've had this chat on the discord. I appreciate innovations in the, uh, traditional make beer cold culture, uh, especially a beer like Heineken that should just be colder than all shit. You know, you want it to be cold and clean. That's all you want. So if you can both not water down your beer and get, um, it cold as hell. I think this is a nice thing. Well, I was just saying, hey, there's a place in Naples that does coffee ice cubes for your iced coffee. I love that. So I've that your done iced that coffee doesn't past. water down. Yep. That's great. Yeah, I love that. I'm into that. So this makes sense to me. I'm but fine I just that. don't get how it's it's 20% colder than regular ice and melts two times slower. So he says um, they freeze it at negative 35 degrees Celsius. The yeah. resulting cubes are 20% colder than regular ice. Yes. So we'll need a physicist. So I don't know. The closest thing we have to a physicist, I think, is Corey. Um, so, Corey, if you have any understanding of uh, any of the physics involved in ice uh, or liquids or whatever, then maybe you can tell us what this means. Because I'm like, ice is cold yeah. uh, generally. So. And, and riddle me this, Corey. Um, doesn't the melting temperature of ice go down when alcohol is involved because alcohol freezes at a much lower temperature. So therefore the combination of alcohol and water together um, also freeze at a slightly lower temperature than just non-alcoholized water. That's how we get Eisenbox. Presumably this may just be marketing speak also. No no doubt. It's like the straight line theory. You can put anything in a PR article. As long as it sounds good, as long as you've got like put twenty percent and um, and a, a some other form of a number, a, a percentage with some other form of a number, they work out great. In this case, they've got um, a, a temperature, but it could really be anything. It could be anything. Uh, all right, so there you go, Tony. Um, you know what? We're going to do one quick news story because we didn't get to talk about it much more. <laughs> this is not beer related. Um, I want to do one more. This is the uh, apparent diarrhea incident forces Delta flight to Barcelona to turn back. This happened today, Tony. An air traffic control recording of the flight suggested a passenger had diarrhea, creating a biohazard issue. So, uh, apparently, (laughs) yep, that's what it says. This is a biohazard issue, a voice says in the recording. We've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane so they want us to come back to atlanta so they had to go back to atlanta about two hours after their departure um and i did see a video of this tony and there were brown paper towels and bags covering up diarrhea on the aisle was it in the first class area no this was unfortunately cattle class you know the 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 uh Coach people had to deal with just a little extra discomfort um, with this one. So, diarrhea throughout a plane, biohazard issue, uh, really bad. So, I thought that was some – it could have been beer-related, so who knows? Yep. Now – They drank too much barley wine before they got on the plane. All the – the only technology that I understand that Heineken are actually using is the technology that Clarence Birdseye, real person – did invent in... He's the man who invented, or invented, um, founded bird's eye vegetables yes. or whatever. Yeah, frozen, that's what I just discovered. Of course he's that dude. 
um, died at age mm-hmm. 69. His, his father and brother went to prison for defrauding people. His brother was named Kellogg. That's awesome. He's a Kellogg? No, was named Kellogg. I, I'm guessing after <laughs> Mr. Right. Sanitarium. Yeah, the sanitarium guy. Yep. Yep. Not the cereal guy, the go. sanitarium guy. Uh, good stuff. Great. Yeah. All right, Tony. I have one more bit for us today. Uh, this is going to be a round of News the Game. Yeah, remember, I've got to find this. I always struggle to find it, but I think I've found it. Found it. forever all right tony uh this will be a fun one so the nfl season starting this weekend i know you're excited i never would have guessed um, i've heard nothing about it heard nothing about any competition that are no going on texts about this at all um, blow at, out my uh, inbox now your inbox uh no messages on um whatever that is uh on discord but uh there yeah the nfl season starting so i thought we'd look up uh little important news here, and I found the five um, drunkest NFL fan bases. These are the fans that drink the most during the games. Uh, compare, and this isn't just at home or, or at the game. This is both. So this compares. This is both <laughs> in-game, at home. How much do they drink on average during a game? We're yeah. going like, to do this family feud style. Okay. So I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you eight guesses to get five teams well, that not... you think are the drunkest. Okay. I'm going to ask a question. What methodology did we use? Did we just use a um, a fan survey, study. family feud style? It is a study conducted by Pixwise, Pixwise everyone's favorite study people. It was a survey of 3,000-plus adults. Okay. For each team, of each fan base. So. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just on the NFL website because I've forgotten the names of some you of them. You just got to know the teams, yeah. Renamed teams. I think teams. that's fair. You can, you can look at the teams. And they've moved places. Um, and that does affect the drinking. Um, that does, yeah. For example, I think they were bigger drinkers in, in um, Oakland than they are in Vegas. That's just my... You think there's bigger drinkers in Oakland than there are in Vegas. Interesting. Yep. But I'm going to go... Um, the, uh, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills as my first choice. Tony, that's incorrect. You do not have the Buffalo Bills in this list. There, I know we've seen them th- flying through tables. I was also shocked about that. But the Buffalo Bills are not one of the five drunkest fan bases. Okay. Then I've got to go the. But you're other. in. I will say, you know, cold is your friend here. Okay, I was going to go the opposite direction, but I'll go back to cold. I'll go back to. Um, they have a slight Canadian accent to them. The Minnesota Vikings. You got one. There you go. The Minnesota Vikings are number four, drinking about four and a half beers per game. 
Okay. And then I will uh, scoot across to um, the Green Bay Packers, Lambeau Field. That's the number one is the Green Bay Packers. And their average is 6.3 beers. Holy shit. That's over a six pack. Which would be a lot uh, for me to drink over like 10 hours. I mean. True. (laughs) They are there for a while and it is fucking cold. So. Um, I mean, but yeah, they're, but they're, I mean, they're only there for three or four hours. I mean, and this also counts people just sitting in their house. It is this Wisconsin. So yeah. Okay, that messes things up. Um, okay, so you got Chicago, so you got so you got Green Bay. Yep, you got Minnesota. Now this is where it gets like tough. Do you go like Detroit? I think you have to go Detroit, or do you go to Texas? But I think the Cowboy fans are so corporate that they're not actually real Texas people. Yes, you heard me right. I think they're frauds. Um, you notice I'm not doing a lot in the AFC. It's all. St- that staying in the NFC, which is weird. Um, let's go for the New York Jets. Uh, actually, funny enough, Kelly guessed this one too. Um, I think mostly just from their futility. Yeah, but the Jets are the Jets are not in the top five now. And the fact that Gary Vaynerchuk is one of their number one fans, which makes them yeah. fucking awful. And he's a wine drinker though, so yeah, he is, but. Um, so got to stay cold. Um, but I want to go to somewhere like Kansas City. Let's go to Kansas City. I know they're a big beer drinking town. Not on the survey. Oof. I cannot win. That's my three strikes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's wrong. So you do not have Kansas City. How many more um, shots have I got at this? You have four more guesses. I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you four more guesses. And you have three more teams to get. Um... I think you've. No. I think my advice would be that you've you've strayed a little far from the real heart of this. Chicago. Uh, Chicago's number two. Chicago is number two at five point two. A whole beer behind Green Bay, by the way. Yeah. So you have number number one, number two, and number four are in the same division. Um, I don't know divisions. Um, it's the it's the NFC North, I believe. Yeah. Oh, the Norris. Um, but you've got so you, we're gonna give you three more guesses. You got two left. Detroit is not on here, so you got two more guesses. <laughs> uh, the Seahawks? No, no, not the Seahawks. Let's see if you can get one more. <laughs> um, they played in the Super Bowl recently. That doesn't help me out. Uh, no. I'm going to take a a, a punt. Well, actually, a lateral across to the Denver Broncos. Maybe that thin altitude. Nah. Nope. Nope. It's uh, Green Bay, Chicago. Vegas is number three. Oh, what? Min- Minnesota. Yep. And Philadelphia is number five at 4.1. Philly were going so, to be in there uh, for me, but I just thought it was too dominated yeah. by NFC because there was only one AFC t- team in it, I think. Only one, a- only one AFC. The NFC is, uh, you know... Maybe the NFC got showed up by Joe Namath 50 years ago or whatever, but they can still drink you. Um, no problem. Uh, boy, Green Bay, a whole beer above Chicago is really impressive. You got to give it up. Wisconsin is another world. I respect it. Um, uh, and 
I couldn't find a list of all 30. I'd be curious oh, to see all 30. I was going to ask, what was the lowest team? I, I looked forever. I was trying to find a list. I could only find, they must have just gotten some PR on this just to pump out an article about the top five. But I would love to know where, like, where is Buffalo? I, yeah. I'm, like, baffled by I'm baffled Buffalo by not being on here. I thought that was an easy, like, I, I wasn't sure I mean, it was number one, but I thought, yeah, top three. You all see these tailgaters at Buffalo, like, jumping through tables and yeah. fucking, you know, trying to kill themselves. No shirts and negative eight degrees and 40 feet of snow. So I was shocked by that, too. Um, Wisconsin did not surprise me. Madison is the drunkest city in the nation. 11 of the drunkest counties in the country are located in Wisconsin. So but there, there is, you go. There are some other teams that you've got to self-medicate with, like the, the Browns. What else is there in Cleveland? The Cavs. The Browns, Detroit, um, yep. you feel like got to be drunk. I mean, Buffalo's been bad for 25 years. Jacksonville, I mean, Jacksonville, I don't know. Do they even care? Um, but that's my point. Like, what yeah. else is there to do in Jacksonville other than drink? There's nothing. The weather's... Oppressive most of the time. True. Yep. No, I agree. Uh, hey, Vegas is going to be pretty bad this year. So I guess we'll have some drunk some drunk Raiders fans milling about or whatever, yeah. or somebody else's fans, whatever. So um, Phobe will be milling about as the one Raiders fan. Hey, the top two uh, will be playing each other this week. I won't be watching because I don't care. But um, we'll see who gets drunker. You know, the Bears or the Packers. Good luck. So you're like me. I mean, you that's don't all... really care about the NFL? I don't really pay attention to it, now. The closest I ever get is, um, I mean, I've, 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 I'm half interested in college, but I hate watching it. It's miserable to watch to me. I can't. Yep. I'm like, okay, I want the Illini to win. And I, I, like, turned it on. I'm like, this is fucking boring. I don't care about this. Um. So I just can't, I mean, I don't know. It's weird to have a sport that you, like, you're rooting for a team, but you can't actually look at it. It's just boring as shit to you. So yep. can't get involved in that. And I don't play fantasy or anything, so I don't care. No, don't get involved in any, like, Vegas um, competitions as far as, like, pickems and stuff like that. It's just a fucking I've decided disaster. to, I've decided not to do that uh, this man. year. I have foregone um, an investment in something I don't know anything about. I've done plenty of that already. I don't need to add another log to that fire. Yep. Tony, why don't you tell people how they can find us out there? Certainly, Griff. You can find that man across from me actually checking beers. Trust me, I'll do it this week. I've got two mountain culture beers. Or it might be one mountain culture beer and a beer from somewhere else. Anyway, I'll be checking it out this week on Untapped. I'm St. Moore's on Untapped. Man across from me is Griff AD. Of course, I've been too busy, as we've spoken about, Drinking hard solo and Bilson's because Bilson's are delicious. I drank my last four pack of sour cola because the four pack I'm keeping for you. Oh, should be known, people. I am getting Griff every limited edition chip flavor that I can while I'm in Australia. So, people, let me know. Um, well, the the ones that are worth checking out, like he doesn't need limited edition sweet chili, but he does need the Donut King Subway. Twisties. And, yeah, um, yeah I have to try and get the Subway ones. I've got the Red Rooster ones for him. That's that's okay. my next goal is to get the Subway chips. Uh, but if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can do that at Beer Engine Pod. Uh, you can send us an email, give us some tips on some Australian snacks Griff should try because there are a couple that often get posted into people's, like, um, Australian 
um, cultural exchange bags that are just terrible. No minties, no fantails, nobody eats them in Australia. They're old lady candy, so don't recommend those. But what are the things Griff and Kelly should try on their trip in Australia? You can do that via email or you can do that on our Discord. The link is on our website. If you want to send us a tip uh, to help fund uh, Griff's Toilet Paper Fund or Hazmat Suit Fund, you can do that <laughs> at ko-fi.com forward slash Beer Engine Podcast. Oh, boy. We only there went an hour 20 today and we didn't do oh any God. voice work. Hey, what do you say? Uh, what do you say? <laughs> I don't know what that voice is. We're doing like a Bugsy from Looney Tunes. Or Is that good enough? Yeah, it was close to Scott Bayo in Bugsy Malone. Now, there's a good movie. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah, okay. Scott Bayo, real lunatic now, huh? Yeah. Was Scott Bayo in that? I think he was. Probably. All right. Good chatting with you, gang. Good chatting with you, Tony. We'll be back next week for some more of this. So long. Farewell. Yep, he was in Bugsy Malone along with Jodie Foster, yeah. who out of the two of those has had a better career and uh, who is a lunatic and who <laughs> isn't. Uh, I'll leave it to you to figure that out.